Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for cut, B is for beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. It's a fact, ladies, and here's the reason Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Yes, that's before the meat is weighed and priced, so you can see that means more meat for your money. And you get top U.S. government grades of beef, meat that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. You get a better value in top-grade beef. For example, when you buy a Kroger-cut porterhouse steak, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes the long, stringy end and excess waste before the steak is weighed and priced. You don't pay steak price for stringy meat and excess waste. So remember, whether you buy a steak or a roast, you receive more meat, less waste. But see for yourself. Visit your neighborhood Kroger store. Make it a rule to buy Kroger-cut beef and get more meat for your money. And now, hearts in harmony. They told her that he was dead. They told Penny Gibbs that Barry Carlton, the man she was going to marry, had passed away. They told her as she lay in a hospital bed, recovering from injuries received in an automobile accident. They told her that Barry's injuries were fatal. And when they told her, in her heart and in her mind, Penny died too. It is the following morning now, and in Dr. Weston's office at the hospital, Penny's mother, Grace, says... Oh, Dr. Weston, what are we going to do about Penny now? There's very little we can do, Mrs. Billings. Very little that we haven't already done. Oh. The news of young Carlton's death was a far greater shock to her than I imagined it would be. Her collapse has been terrifying. Well, she seems a little better now. She's more quiet than she was yesterday afternoon and the early part of last night. Well, that's the work of the sedatives, Mrs. Billings. Oh. And we'll have to keep her on sedatives until someone or something can get her out of her present state of mind. But how can that be done? She won't listen to anyone. Yes, I wish I knew how to make her listen to someone. Frankly, I'm worried. Her will to live is gone. It's true she's sufficiently recovered from the injuries to her body so that they're no longer a problem. But even doctors recognize that medicine is powerless, helpless, and hopeless when the patient wants to die. Penny can't really want to die. She can want to, and she does want to. And believe me, Mrs. Billings, she will unless something is done about it. Oh. I know it's cruel of me to be so brutally frank about it, but I want you to understand the seriousness of the situation. That was a full-fledged coma she went into after you told her of Carlton's passing. Why, I thought she'd just fainted. Oh, no, Mrs. Billings. She was mumbling and saying a few words shortly after she passed out, but she wasn't fully conscious for four hours. I didn't want to tell you at the time, Oh, I'm glad you didn't, Dr. Weston, because I think I would have collapsed myself. I imagine you're on the verge of a nervous breakdown as it is. Well, I suggest you go home, back to Rossville for a day or two, oh, and but then... I should stay near Penny, shouldn't I? I ought to talk to her and try to help her, make her find some way to reconcile herself to Barry's death. Well, Mrs. Billings, you did talk to her. You talked to her for over an hour early this morning, and what good did it do? Uh, none, I'm afraid. But I can't give up trying. None of us are going to give up trying, Mrs. Billings. 
I intend to have a talk with her myself. Perhaps I can do something. I hope someone can. Perhaps we should try everyone, Mrs. Billings. All her family, all her friends, any who care to come. That girl needs help, and needs it badly. And there's no telling who or what will save her. As I said before, medicine won't. We have to rely on something else. Well, she has some very dear friends, Dr. West, and I'll speak to them. Good. Give them all the facts, and if any of them feels that he or she can do something to help, let's let them come and try. All right. But I suggest you go back to Rossville for a day or two and rest, or we'll have you in a hospital bed, too. Well, I suppose I'd better go back. I realize it's useless for me to stay here. Oh, uh, but it won't hurt if I see Penny a moment before I leave, will it? Oh, no, of course not. And when you see her, if you can see any clues to how we can help her, I, I hope you'll tell me so. Hello, Penny. Oh, Mother. It's you. Yes, darling. Uh, you won't mind, will you, dear, if I go home for a day or two? No, of course not. You'll send for me if you want me for something, won't you? I won't need you for anything. I don't want anything. Penny. Penny, you mustn't be like this. There's no reason to be any other way. No reason for anything anymore. Mary's dead. But, darling, acting this way isn't going to bring him back. And you have yourself to think about. You'll be sick if you keep this up. I don't care. Penny, you have to care. Mother, I don't have to do anything. Why should I? There's nothing to do anything for. Penny, if you won't think about yourself, won't you think about us? The people who love you I'm and sorry, want to... Mother, I can't think about anyone. Even those who love me and those I love. I guess all the love's gone out of me. I guess everything's gone out of me. And if it hasn't, I want it to. Penny, you must... Mother, don't talk to me about it anymore. I know how I feel. I know what I want, and I'll go home and get some rest. You need it. You have reason for it. I'm going home and I'm going to get rest. But, darling, before well, I leave do, me I... alone, I know you want to help me. I don't want to seem ungrateful, but I don't want help. I just want to die, that's all. There's nothing and no one to live for. So I want to die. I have a right to die when life has no more meaning for me. Chart room, Nurse Brill. Oh, Nurse Brill, you're just the one I want. This is Dr. Weston. Could you come into my office a minute? Oh, yes, Doctor, right away. And bring Miss Gibbs' history with you, will you? Yes, sir. Thank you. I'll be right in, sir. Mm, let's see. A, B, C, D, E, G, G, A, G, I. Oh, here it is. Here's the history for Miss Gibbs, Dr. Weston. Oh, fine. Let's have a look at it. The last entry is at 10 this morning. I was just about to go in and see her again when you called. Well, how was she when you last saw her? Anything but cheerful, doctor, to say the least. Mm hmm. Hmm. She's running a rather high fever. It's been climbing steadily since midnight. Slowly but steadily, Dr. Weston. It might be an infection we haven't found. Or something to do with her eyes. She, uh, she hasn't tried to read, has she? She has no interest in reading or anything else, Doctor. She just 
lies there and stares at the walls or up at the ceiling. It might be the fever that's causing her to feel the way she does. Or it might be the way she feels that's causing the fever. There's no medical precedent for it that I know of, but a state of mind may be the reason for her fever. Well, we have to bring it down, no matter what's causing it. It's getting dangerously high. I was hoping to be down this morning. Well, if it isn't down and considerably, give her three cc's of this. Yes, doctor. And if the fever's up more than two-tenths of a degree, call me right away, will you? I'm worried about that girl. That's been in your mouth long enough. Let's have a look at that thermometer and see how you're doing, Miss Gibbs. Doesn't matter, Angela. Oh, it doesn't, does it? Well, if you think it does. Good for you, Miss Gibbs. Your temperature hasn't gone up even a tenth of a degree. Ah, but we're going to make it go way down with this. Angela, I wish you wouldn't bother with medicine. Just what do you want me to do? Let you lie here and run a fever? I hadn't noticed I had one. Well, I'm not supposed to tell you you do, but uh, since we've become friends, I thought I'd let you in on a little secret. There, that didn't hurt a bit, did it? What didn't hurt? <laughs> Maybe you're getting used to these things. I uh, just gave you a hypodermic and you didn't even wince. I didn't feel it. I guess maybe I'll never feel anything anymore. Oh, yes, you will. Well, I... Do you know how I feel? Exactly. I don't think you do. I did once, Miss Gibbs, when I got the telegram about Robert. Oh. That was a black day. Blacker than black if there is such a thing. Robert and I were going to be married as soon as he got back from the war, but he never came back and he's not ever coming back. I'm sorry, Angela, I forgot. You don't have to be sorry. It's just a memory now, and it's less than two years since Robert was killed. I thought I wanted to die the day I got the news. Robert was all I had to live for, all I wanted to live for. It was just as if the bullet that killed him went right through my heart, too. Then you do know how I feel. Of course I do. You don't want to live. I didn't want to live either. You think you'll never forget the horror of hearing that he was dead, but you do forget it. I know you do, because I forgot. I won't. I won't forget. No. You will, though, in spite of yourself. You begin to have pleasant memories. Oh, not pleasant memories of the day you were told he was dead, but you'll begin to think about him when he was alive and close your eyes and see him just as if he were alive. And you'll laugh inside when you remember all the times you laughed together. We had so little time to laugh together. Our laughter was all ahead of us. Memory is sometimes like a magnifying glass, Miss Gibbs. It enlarges the things we look back on in our minds. And all I think of now when I think of Robert are the good times we had together. The picnics, the movies, the parties with friends, and those lovely all-too-brief evenings when there was just the two of us. Angela, an evening together isn't a life together. The evenings are all the life together that Robert and I ever had or ever will have, Miss Gibbs. I've lost him as completely as you've lost Mr. Carlton. Look. Look, Angela. Barry had so much to live for. So did Robert. In fact, he was a doctor and a good one, and he, he died being one on a battlefield. Barry was just starting to become someone. So was Robert, really. He'd finished his internship only a few months before the Army called him. He should have been married before he went away. I know he wanted us to be. And if I'd done what he wanted... This finger would not be so bare, nor this heart so empty. 
Angela, I can't go on with an empty heart. My life seems at an end. And there's nothing anyone can do about it. Are the doctor's fears so well-founded that Penny Gibbs will die? Isn't there any way to make her find a meaning in life now that Barry is dead? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB! KCB! KCB means Kroger Cut Beef, and Kroger Cut Beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger Cut Beef gives you more meat, less waste. Because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. In buying Kroger Cut Rib Roast, for example, you don't pay rib roast price for excess bone and waste. The chine bone is trimmed, the waste and short rib end removed, giving you top U.S. government grades of beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. And before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, waste, and stringy ends. Remember, whether you buy a steak or a roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. Now, yes, now, Kroger's great hot-dated coffee brings you an opportunity to win a big, luxurious Hudson sedan, an Alaska sealskin fur coat valued at $1,400, a Westinghouse laundromat, roaster, or a justomatic electric iron. 1,160 prizes are being given away in five weekly contests. The third week's contest closes midnight this Wednesday, October 29. Get your entry blank with full details at your Kroger store and enter today. Listen again tomorrow, same time, same station, for another thrilling transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony. <laughs>